0: This is the Bill Kelly Show podcast.
1: Let's talk to the folks that ultimately are going to have to make the call on this. City Council, of course, will decide the LRT issue. They're going to talk about this. I assume they're going to debate it and maybe even vote on it today. Uh, One of those, of course, is Ward 7 Councillor Donna Skelly, who has been skeptical about this program right from the get-go. And she joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to outline what may happen today. Good morning, Donna. How are you doing today?
2: Uh, I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) You you haven't
1: seen seen nothing yet. (laughs) i know i would suggest a nap sometime this afternoon
2: yeah it's not going to happen but yeah that's okay i'm a big girl
1: what's going to happen today
2: i think we're going to have the ea pass
1: you do not notwithstanding your objections to it absolutely how are you going to vote
2: against it i'm going to vote against it and uh, it's funny i was talking to your producer elizabeth um, just moments ago mm-hmm. and said if this is about the the game so-called game changer the extension to eastgate i know nothing about it within 20 minutes i can now say there are discussions going on uh but there is no commitment so if i could share what i know in terms of energy, yeah i'd, I'd appreciate that eastgate, Sure, i will and and I mean, I ran for the conservatives, so my, um, I have very limited, and let me explain that, very limited, um, connection to the Liberal Party, but this has gone beyond political lines, I would suggest, because there are people on, on, in all parties that are both supportive of and against, opposed to the LRT. So it really doesn't, other than the fact that the money is coming from the sitting Liberal government, that's pretty much where you can draw the line. So, Within the party itself, there is a great deal of concern that, that this will fall off the rails. And the reason, uh, from what I hear, and this is third-hand, you know how reliable third-hand information is, um, what I understand is that uh, there is an election coming up, and the Liberal Party, and rightfully so, the government doesn't want to be seen as the government withholding hundreds of millions or a billion dollars from one municipality Hamilton. They also, if there is a change of leadership, the potential contenders don't want to be seen as, as the minister pulling the plug on, on funding for Hamilton, because of course they would want the delegates.
1: Yeah, we've been down that road before, haven't we? Yeah. So 1991.
2: We know, there you go. So we know that there is a lot at stake, both for the city of Hamilton and for the Liberal Party. They're not ignoring this. Everybody's nervous. I would suggest that that money is going to stay in Hamilton. Mister McNaughton can, can say what he likes, but I can't see the party saying we're going to punish you with your own money. That just isn't going to well, happen. Well, it's not. It's Having- not.
1: Yeah, but Don, in fair it's not. The, it's not your money. It's the province's money.
2: Oh, it's taxpayers' money. But still, well, sure. I mean, it's the. Don't forget, Bill, the thirty-four billion dollar um, big move had money allocated to all municipalities so there is a percentage of that is for Hamilton sure you know you can slice and dice it any way you want I think when we talked to Mike Segarek who is our director of finance he suggested based on the formula applied to other municipalities we'd be in line for between six and seven hundred million so let's put that aside in other words the point I'm trying to make is there's a lot at stake for everyone involved in this game all right and now I Donna when put... you
1: when you were still in, in the broadcasting business as a journalist, uh, mm-hmm. You covered the stadium debate, okay? And, and, and I'm sure you see the parallels, as some people oh have, my have expressed.
2: Oh, my God. Unbelievable. But I'm, you remember
1: I'm... what happened in that particular situation, yep. is that government of the day, uh, and we had two MPPs from the uh, the governing party in the area at that time, Ted McMeekin and Sophia Adjinalides, uh, got everybody together one weekend in Toronto and simply said, leave your cell phones out here. We're going to either solve this thing or you guys are going to walk away. And there was an ultimatum, essentially, but they also sweetened the pot. They said, build it here at the Iverwind site. We'll throw even more money into it. Take it or leave it. Are we at that stage now? Are you expecting a deal or a proposal like that to come forward from Queen's Park?
2: I don't think they can before tomorrow's budget. I really don't, but... Um, I don't think they're pulling the funding. I don't think they're going to have to go that far. My issue is when you mention the stadium. I think we're going to be left with the same embarrassment as as the stadium. Only this will be Hamilton's true billion dollar boondoggle. And if you could just give me a second to explain what I'm saying, you got a minute? Go ahead. That. Okay, a minute. We've never had an opportunity like this before with this kind of funding. It's not reaching. The, that's my stand. It's not reaching the entire city. You know my, how what I want. I want BRT and all yep. they go. yep But. Even if we go forward with the EA, and I, and I commend my, any counselor who has taken a position and stood by it and behind it. If we are going to move forward with the LRT, for God's sakes, please, please, please look at the very flawed plan in front of us. It cannot go on King Street. I know we're so far down the road, but it can't. It's a permanent, forever billion dollar structure. It should not be on King Street. At the very least, put it in the right Place. At the very least. It shouldn't be on King Street. Bill, I'm telling you, it is a flawed, deeply flawed proposal. If we're going to go with LRT, just take a breather and at least put it on the right road.
1: So is, is it I expected, Dan, that this is actually going to start going right back to the debate about about where, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? I mean, is that still no, on? No, I,
2: I, I don't think it is. That's my problem. And, you know, my issue is, It should, because it's too important, it's too permanent, and there's too much money and too much at stake to not say, why are we not? Remember, King Street was decided without any plan, discussion, consultation, survey. Nothing was presented to us except we decided on this at the beginning. And so, you know, and I know that sounds crazy, but that is exactly what happened. And it is the worst road that they could have possibly picked for this, this This. train. And yes, it would cost more money, but it's it's money well spent, rather than living with the legacy of building a billion-dollar permanent train on the wrong road. At least that we could live with.
1: Why weren't you making that argument previously, then, instead of simply opposing the concept and the project here? Why don't you just say, look, look at, I'll, I'll be on side if you do this. I mean, there were a couple of councillors that did articulate that.
2: Yeah, it, it didn't matter, though, um, because I still fundamentally believe it is the wrong thing for the city i still believe it is outdated technology that is is restrictive in terms of its ability to uh to change and and um, uh evolve with our different traffic patterns i still believe this opportunity should have been uh, a more modern electric environmentally friendly uh bus system that reaches right across the city and feeds into all day go i've always said that i believe that to this day The the project in front of us, the people who were sitting in traffic gridlock right now, driving to Toronto, listening to this show, will not be helped by this at all. Not one penny will help them get out of their vehicle the true gridlock in the GTHA, the original intent of the billion-dollar, $34 billion big move, is not being spent on addressing gridlock in the GTA, the original No, I get that, and, and
1: I and I know that, and that's that's why we were asking for the all day go service at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, again, there's there's Hamilton shooting themselves in the foot. I think we have the only go station in Ontario that has no parking uh, down on Hunter Street. So you know, on that goes. Now, Done. I got I, I uh, no. got thirty seconds. Go ahead.
2: Okay. I was going to say the all day go. By the way, the feds did announce one hundred and seventy plus million dollars a couple of weeks ago, and they claim that this will. It, has, it is in pocket. It is going to go towards addressing that, that uh, bottleneck in Aldershot so we can see all they go to West Harbor, which is incredibly important. It is crucial if we want to talk about moving
0: bodies in the GTHA. You're listening to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.
1: Uh, one of the other principals in this who may actually be a swing vote as the things go today is Ward A Councilor Terry Whitehead, who's obviously expressed some concern about this project, but suggested that with a couple of modifications, he may be on side. Uh, Terry Whitehead joins us on the program to talk about this. Good morning, Terry. How are you today?
0: Great, Bill. How are you?
1: Good. Expecting a long night tonight, so let's uh, get right into what's going to be happening at this meeting. Uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but the, as I stand right here, I'm under the impression, and I think a lot of Hamiltonians are, that you say that if there's going to be a modification to this, i.e., an extension all the way back to Eastgate Square as originally planned, then you would be on side with that. Is that correct? Correct. Are you anticipating that's going to happen?
0: Uh, absolutely. I think that, uh, judging from calls I've had from the uh, from uh, uh, Ted McMeekin and others uh, after I did the CTV Radio thank you uh, interview. Um, and made some of the val- what I felt was very valid and salient points that they have funded 19 kilometers in Kitchen Waterloo, 100% funding of 30 kilometers at York, uh, 23 kilometers here in Ontario, 19 kilometers Eglinton Crossover, and yet here in the city of Hamilton, somehow, so, uh, no one can explain it, but they truncated our 14 kilometer um, uh, original plan to 11 kilometer stretch uh, to Queenston Circle which has, and let's be clear, uh, I mean, if you want a, a, a waste of money, then you build it to the Queenstown Circle because there's no north-south connectivity. None. Zero. It doesn't build hope. It's not a destination location. It doesn't plug into the BLAST network. It is a failed plan. And I believe that the uh, the message is being heard, and I'm hoping that uh, we'll hear some form of a... I commit some uh, time today by the province of Ontario.
1: So you're anticipating, before you guys actually meet about this and debate this tonight, you're anticipating a, a good news announcement from Queen's Park.
0: I'm anticipating something for sure, absolutely.
1: I got the same impression when I talked to Ted McBeacon on the program yesterday that he said that they are open to that. Now, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Donna Skelly just a couple of minutes ago, Terry. You were there during the stadium debate, and, and I don't want to get into the this and that about where it should have gone, but you remember that at, at the 11th hour, the province stepped in and said, look, we're going to sweeten the pot. Here's the location. Are you in or are you out? But they, the key thing there was they put more money into it to make it a, a better project. Are you anticipating the province is going to do that again today?
0: I, what I anticipate is uh, they understand and will make a commitment uh, that uh, Eastgate is uh, vital and material to the success of this plan, and not to have it would maximize the risk to the taxpayers of this community. I think they understand that now. What form that takes, I believe that you know the kind of discussions I'm having is uh, if we might be much closer to. Cause don't forget, the spur line was canceled. That was 125 million uh, dollars in that area. A favorable bid uh, uh, can bring you even closer. I, I'm, I'm told that the uh, the differential could be as close as $40 million, which certainly I would hope the province would pick up.
1: So you've already done the math on this. You've crunched some numbers. Uh, you've talked to Ted McBeacon about this. I know the mayor has talked to Ted McBeacon about this. Who else is... is, is, is In that situation right now, Terry, are there enough votes? If you come on side with this now because of this news, if in fact it's going to happen, do you feel that this EA is going to move forward and we can get on with this project?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I I want to make it clear that uh, we've got a lot of uh, uh, great counselors around that table on on both sides of this issue. Uh, You know, I've taken a pretty, uh, and I've been pretty consistent on uh, Eastgate had to be part of this uh, plan or it it wasn't uh, viable. Uh, and the other councillors have uh, obviously agreed with that. There's still a lot of uh, uh, misgivings with uh, the plan with others, and certainly I still have misgivings. But at the end of the day, we have responsibility and leadership to weigh the pros, the cons, the good, bad, and ugly, and, uh, and, 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 and make a decision. And I think that uh, uh, I have put all my, uh, uh, you know, all my pennies into this spot where uh, if Eastgate is up and running, uh, it would send uh, a message to the broader community because Eastgate to me is symbolic. It is it is the beacon uh, to connection to Stony Creek Mountain uh, and beyond, and that is what people want to hear. They want to hear that there is a commitment to our comprehensive transit system. Not putting it at Eastgate and leaving it at Queenston Road sends just the opposite uh, message. I believe other councillors see it that way too.
1: Uh, Councillor Skelly just a couple of minutes ago suggested that if you're going to move forward this, meaning council that is, that uh, she would still like to see some sort of a discussion about Main Street as opposed to King Street. You've talked about that in the past. Uh, Is is that ship sailed or is that still on the table?
0: Well, I think, uh, I talked to Paul Johnson yesterday, I think we got some opportunity actually, uh, I mean, we have what I call a pretty aggressive design. I don't like it, it's not friendly. Um, when you go to King, uh Waterloo, uh, you see a, a much friendlier design and approach to uh, LRT. I'm hoping, on the, at least on the design side, we can make some changes, especially through the uh, downtown International Village, where it's at grade and uh, uh, and people could actually cross the street like they can in King uh, again Waterloo. Um, so I think there's things on on that side we can do. But as far as Main Street concerned. I mean, historians are right about this one. Um, there is no question that uh, Main Street, in my humble opinion, would have saved us over 70, million, $80 million in cost. Uh, so we wouldn't even have to have the debate where we get the money for uh, Eastgate. It's more direct. It's wider. It's not as intrusive. It's more a balanced approach to traffic. There's no question Main Street is a better uh, would have been a better street, uh, and many cities do it that way, even Calgary. So it's unfortunate we're in King, but uh, the toothpaste is out of the tube. I just don't think we're going to be able to put it back in the time frames that we are, have to work within. And, uh, and
1: that's, that's unfortunate. That's the challenge. All right. I got what 30 seconds left here. Uh, you've been on record as suggesting that you don't want promises from the government. You want a commitment. You want something firm. You want something on paper. Uh in what form? In other words, if if there's a phone call today or if, or if the mayor says, yeah, we're going to get that, is, is that good enough or do you have to see something more substantive?
0: Well, Bill, I've uh, negotiated a lot of contracts uh, over many, many years. And, you know, you have to take a very solid position. You have to try and, you know, in my humble opinion, I'm trying to leverage the, the most I can. So I'm going to use very powerful and forceful language. Uh, I believe that, um, um, and, you know, I've had discussions with uh, the mayor, uh, you know, yesterday, this morning. Uh, I believe that uh, the type of language uh, that I'm hoping to hear sometime this afternoon it won't be a check in hand, but uh, there's uh, good faith in, uh, uh, in delivering Eastgate, I believe is the type of message uh, that may be delivered, and if it is... Uh, I I think that would be at least moving us in the right direction. You're listening to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.
1: Engaged citizens over the weekend and uh, yesterday that went through the wards of undecided councillors to spread the word about the project. Uh, One of them is uh, Ian Borsick, who works for Environment Hamilton, actually, but he's been involved in the ESLRT canvassing that's been going on in Dundas. And Ian joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Ian, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today.
3: Oh, yeah. Thank you very much for having me.
1: Now, and again, like I say, the perception may have been like, oh, you're a Dundas resident, Lakes LRT. Boy, are you in the minority. You knocked on doors and talked to people. What did you find out?
3: Um, yeah, we, uh, on Monday and on Saturday we were in Dundas, and then yesterday we were in Ward 6 of so Tom Jackson's Ward, and we found that the vast majority were either neutral about the project or um, were pretty positive about it.
1: Did that surprise you?
3: Um, actually, it did. Uh, I want to say that it wouldn't have surprised me, but uh, especially in Ward 6, we actually found quite a few people were very supportive of the project. And in Dundas, um, the vast majority were, um, but there was only just a few people we talked to who were either politely neutral or were just undecided.
1: So how do, you, how do you decipher this information, then, as, as you did this? Because, I mean, I, again, the perception was is unless you, it goes right past your house, you really don't care. That seemed to be the attitude that an awful lot of people seem to be taking about this debate.
3: Yeah, I would say, especially in Ward 6, because a lot of folks are pretty removed from there, and unless they you know, will be driving through the downtown core and uh, they have reasons to be visiting there, they maybe have a more neutral opinion about it. Um, but really what we found was is that the vast majority of residents across the city, you know, either think it's a good thing or they can see that the arguments in favor um, will likely pan out.
1: I had the same discussion with uh, Councillor Lloyd Ferguson, of course, from Ancaster, who's been a supporter of LRT right from the beginning, obviously. Oh, yes. Of uh, but But he's... And he told me, quite frankly, he said over the the years that this debate has been going on, he's taken some flack from some residents, but he was one counselor anyway that actually took the time to say, here's what the economic benefits are. And, you know, maybe it's not going to go on your on your street. Maybe you may never even ride it, but there is a benefit and a mutual benefit to the whole community. Mm-hmm. It, is, is, that, is that the sort of feedback you were getting in?
3: Um, Yeah, and that was actually some of the information that we were trying to bring to folks out in Dundas and Ward 6 is that, you know, you may never have a reason to ride the LRT, um, but ultimately it's going to lead to increased bus services elsewhere in the city. And it's also going to really increase the tax base in the downtown core. And it's going to encourage, you know, proper densification in the downtown core, which will ultimately make things like traffic and development outside of the downtown much easier for people.
1: And whereabouts in Dundas are you?
3: Um, in Dundas, we were on pretty much either side of Sydenham, uh, going up into the escarpment. and then in So Ward you're, you're
1: six, well removed from the proposed route?
3: Yes, well removed. And then in Ward 6, we were up near uh, Upper Ottawa and Lime Ridge.
1: Yeah, same idea. And, and, and obviously, if anybody would have any recourse to simply say, yeah, I think this is a waste of time, it might be those people. But it seems to me, Ian, especially for some reason, in the last three or four weeks in particular, that there seems to be more of an awareness about this now.
3: Yes, I would definitely agree. There was some folks that we talked to who were just happy to receive some information, um, simply because they either haven't looked into it themselves, but they you know saw it in the news or they heard it on the radio, and they were just happy to have someone knocking on their door who just wanted to give them some information, obviously from the yes LRT bias, uh, but they were just happy to have a conversation about it.
1: Well, because those that have. Raised opposition about this or skepticism about this, I guess, have always said, well, you know, they did public meetings and hardly everybody showed anybody showed up. or It was the same people at each one of these meetings. Right. But 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 listen, you and I both know that invariably, n- most people don't don't head off to those things unless there's a really vested interest, like there's a you know school closing in their neighborhood or something like oh, that. No, public definitely. public meetings rarely rarely draw that sort of cross sectional interest. Uh, And it's the same thing with elections, don't you notice, that nobody really pays attention to municipal elections or federal elections until about 10 days before the vote.
3: Or or even less than 10 days, uh, in my experience, yeah.
1: So so what do you do with this information now? Where do you go with this? This is a pretty important day.
3: Yeah, so what we're hoping for is that uh, some of the folks that we talked to in the past few days will contact their counselors. That's what we are encouraging folks to do if they're in favour. And ultimately, I'm feeling optimistic about it simply because at the very least, we've seen, as you said, the increased interest, but also the increase in support. You know, we had a great rally two weekends ago uh, where we had, you know, more almost as many people show up as there were was for the pro-LRT rally in Toronto years ago. And considering Hamilton's much smaller, um, I think that's quite impressive. And I think, ultimately, city councilors won't be able to ignore all the positive benefits that this will bring to our community.
1: I got to tell you. Uh, When I saw this result, and I I saw the work that you guys were doing, especially in Dundas and, of course, up on the East Mountain as well, uh, I wasn't totally surprised because – and I'll just throw a little prop out here. The residents of Dundas have always been politically astute and politically aware. They they get involved in issues. They get involved in the macro issues, the the, the small stuff as well, Uh, whether it's amalgamation, whether it's the expressway, whether it's this issue right now too – uh, you rarely run into somebody from Dundas that says, "Oh, I don't really care." I mean, they yeah. are passionate about their their community, and and I'm starting to sense uh, a, a great deal of passion from Dundas residents about the greater community as well.
3: Oh, most definitely, I would definitely say that's there in Dundas
1: for sure. So, uh, do you do you present this information now to city councilors? Because ultimately, you know, notwithstanding all the people that you talk to and 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 the folks that were out there uh, canvassing and talking to residents about this. It's, it's those 15 people around that table that are going to make the decision about going forward or not going forward.
3: No, yeah, most definitely. Well, that's what we were trying to do is that, you know, city councils have heard from us, you know, the the usual suspects quite a bit. But really what we were trying to do is encourage those lost remaining folks who are in favor of the project who maybe thought to themselves, oh, well, it doesn't make a difference if I phone my counselor, or if I send an email. What we were trying to do is this last push and really encourage every resident who's in favour of the project to contact their counselors. And even today, if you can just take two minutes and just leave a message with someone's assistant, it will really go a long way.
1: Well, you seem to be having a pretty positive effect. And by that, I mean getting people engaged in this and maybe even to that point and motivated uh, to do something about this, I mean, I heard yesterday that uh, the Councillor Vanderbeek, who represents Dundas, I guess was inundated, or a computer I think uh, blew up or something I mean because yes, her, of all the her responses
3: inbox had shut down i, I hear
1: yeah. yeah so so that tells me that the Dundas residents are getting engaged i haven 't heard similar stories about Councillor Jackson in the East Mountain, but uh, those folks are get get pretty involved in things too, so oh, it, it just seems that now there's there 's awareness there 's a big push to say let 's let 's get something done here, and it's it 's going to be interesting to see how council reacts to this isn 't it
3: no yeah it'll be very interesting but I think ultimately it's quite positive to see you know so many people from all the different corners of the city um, coming out I mean in ward 6 we had local residents knocking on doors with us and in the same in Dundas
1: I I hesitate to use the term and you've heard this during this discussion and debate and about which side you're on because I yeah. you know the way I look at this you know what we're all on the same side and that's Hamilton You know, we just we we all want to get someplace, and we may have different ideas as to how to get there and and what you know methodology to use. But at the end of the day, whether you're talking to somebody at Upper Ottawa and, and Sherman, or Upper Ottawa and Stone Church, or or somebody at Sydenham Road, I mean, you know, this is all about trying to make Hamilton better.
3: No, oh, most definitely. And I would say, if if nothing else, this debate has certainly uh, brought people together and gone people talking who otherwise uh, would have been staying at home. The Bill Kelly
0: Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.